Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Wednesday podcast here on Poe Show Recaps. My name is Marissa Garza, and while I do share a birthday with Edgar Allan Poe, I could not do this podcast alone. I am joined by the raven to my telltale heart, Latanya Starks. Latanya, how are you? (laughs) You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Nevermore is how I am. Uh, Your birth, you share a birthday with Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe, uh, Pete Buttigieg, and Dolly Parton were all born on the same day as Marissa Garza. So. Oh, wow. Push um, your, uh, Edgar Allan Poe was a Capricorn? Yeah. Wow. That's from two Capricorns uh, bringing you this podcast. Yeah, that, we got a lot of seagoat energy happening. We really do. Uh, so much seagoating. Uh, so many sirens. Right? Yeah, like that was actual rulers of the sea. Yeah, pretty great. Um, yeah, th- I I completely get all of the criticisms criticisms of Edgar Allan Poe, um, being like, well, didn't he like uh, marry his like fourteen year old mm-hmm. cousin or yeah, something uh, wild yeah, like that, Annabelle and then Lee. like the drug uh, addled uh, life that he led. Um, but you know, if you were to separate writer from work. Um, Edgar Allan Poe has been kind of like a big influence on me after reading him in high school and realizing how dark the world gets. Yes. So I was like, oh, uh, born on the same day and also depressed. I yes. agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, thank you. We are the same. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, you know, very fun finding out about him. Not all about him in high school, but I had a similar, a similar thing. I did, you know, even though the school here in the Wednesday world is named uh, Nevermore, I didn't expect Edgar Allan Poe to have such a prominent 
role in the plot here, but we discover that a little bit in this episode. Um, But before we jump into it, I do just want to give a little bit of housekeeping. So uh, the Wednesday podcast is coming to you on Wednesdays and also Fridays a little bit as we walk through each episode we are going episode by episode even though this is a binge watch you may be ahead of us in the binge you can listen to us try to figure out what's going on along the way let us know if we're right let us know if we're wrong Mm -hmm. um and you can find all of our episodes in the binge show recaps feed which is uh at posturerecaps.com slash binge so we've got some fun things planned going forward we had one episode already we're in episode number two so let's jump into it. This one was called Woe is the Loneliest Number That You'll Ever Do. <laughs> and- so Woe is going to be in every you think that's how it's going to go? Title. Well, because I accidentally started watching episode three. Oh, yeah. Um, I can report that Woe is also in that title. Woe goes, you know? What? You know Woe? Woe, Woe. Whoa, can I whoa. get a Woe, Woe? <laughs> whoa, Woe, Woe. <laughs> Wee wah woo wee. This is your... great. Like this is already great. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of this episode? I really like this episode. This is kind of the the peak. Um, in high school, we do ridiculous things. Kind of, you know, uh, plot device that I really love. Uh, that's why I watch so many shows about high schoolers. I think uh, because you get to have all of this drama, and in this case, mystery upon mystery. Um, heaped upon you and there's also uh, a big race um the edgar out for the edgar Allan poe cup so that is very cool um i really enjoyed seeing wednesday the detective uh going and doing so by like just going to people of interest at different clubs and proving how much better she is at all of the things in those clubs than the people that do them um i'm always happy to see that and we got some classic wednesday lines in this we sure did yeah Yeah. she's bringing it yeah yeah for me this was like a great i I really am appreciating like the nods to the movies that we're getting throughout these episodes like the fact that there was like a canoe situation kind of reminding us of camp from family Mm. uh adam's family values yeah and um just like it feels very 90s even though it's very not 90s at the same time so it's got that like comfortable uh media vibe I guess like I don't know what that is but you know you know what I'm talking about you know like that 90s watching television vibe and it had like a little bit of like Goblet of Fire thrown in there everyone loves a good school competition um mm-hmm. so i Especially thought it was a the fun rich episode. schools because the, the, oh yeah oh the rich yeah boarding schools have the great types of competitions that you would never think of and that really does leave room for the imagination you know to yeah flourish. i mean i have a history with canoes but nothing like that you That's do all, yeah. <laughs> you do a lot of canoeing uh small craft boats is what i like to call them oh uh, yeah <laughs> In Girl Scout camp, I 100% fell in a lake by trying to pull a canoe on to the shore because I was like the first one in the canoe and had to pull it up and I fell right under it. So uh, me and small craft had a history, but not like that. Like not, there were no like axes or swords or anything. uh, They've really taken the no rules part of this competition to new levels, you know, like, uh, 
if a if a child could be murdered during a competition pretty close pretty then, close yeah i mean In the accidents ways. that went over the heads like if you didn't know to duck for that you're gone and even like the capsizing like yeah was a what lot. If you no one was wearing swim. a life jacket That's not a single one you know this, this school i hope they took their swim test That's i mean I you know say. we we will talk about this later in the episode because weems is way more suspect than Ooh, we ever yeah. thought yeah um yeah. i would like to if i may introduce a segment that Ooh. we can talk about later Ooh. called the unusual suspects because <laughs> <laughs> they're all weird as opposed to the usual suspects uh-huh okay <laughs> yeah uh did you want to do that segment now sure we could okay. i mean we could do it now or we could do it at the end of the episode let's wait till the end let's let's okay. set the scene uh speaking of which this episode starts off with a search party so we're assuming like the Ar- the harvest festival has ended remember in the last episode rowan was you know i don't know what to say ripped apart by a monster kind of yeah just kind of uh entrails taken out uh yeah yeah, yeah. Bored. But it turns out, like, sheriff's out there, the police are out there. They can't find Rowan. They no. cannot find anyone. But they know um, that this has happened to three other people. There's been three other dead bodies that have come across this monster in some case. So the sheriff and Wednesday and Principal Weems are talking about it at Nevermore. They go into Principal Weems's office. And I just have to say, mm. they made a big point of showing that uh, fireplace. I Did was, you see that? One of my first notes was, I never noticed the giant Medusa fireplace. Yeah, right? At all. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's made out of stone, uh-huh. obviously. But yes. yeah, so... teeths. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder that made me wonder if Weems is a stoner. You know? I, sorry. I just love <laughs> so much. Um, I'm so like this is what I'm confused about, and we'll talk about it more. But is Weems a stoner? Is Weems a shapeshifter? Or I'm is there you. someone impersonating Weems? See, I think these are all good questions. Okay. For the murder board or the crime board. Murder board. board. <laughs> murder board. <laughs> and she also has like this raven on the desk, which I, I mean, isn't too out of place for a place right. called Nevermore. But I just remember in Wednesday's vision, she had this vision of this raven attacking Reams and like yes. really like killing. That was supposed to be Rowan's like death um so i just was like oh this is a little it's a little sus i got yeah. a lot of sus vibes from from just like three seconds of of shot here from that and the fact that part of me wants to believe that principal weems is trying to protect wednesday but she could also just be covering up from something else for something else that either she has done or another student has done yeah 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 it's it's really interesting because when say wants to talk to the sheriff alone and when uh, Principal Williams agrees to this for like five minutes of off the rep- record conversation. Before she leaves, she warns the sheriff and says, play nice or I will call the mayor. Right. What does the mayor have to do with this world? I have no idea. Do you think the mayor is the owner of Pilgrim World? <gasps> I don't know. I don't know either. We'll find out. I'm assuming. I'm yeah. assuming we'll see the mayor at some point. 
uh wednesday tells the sheriff you know like someone is definitely trying to cover this up like i totally saw this guy (laughs) murdered by a monster and uh the sheriff like cheekily responds and says is that your opinion as the daughter of a murderer it's like yeah actually yeah <laughs> she's you asshole the only thing my dad kills is an opera in the shower that's great like, okay yeah <laughs> i would i am interested in knowing about the other mystery which is uh, there's so many mysteries in this show which is what the sheriff thinks mr adams did right yeah we didn't get much information about that this episode uh just that we we definitely know that the sheriff thinks that gomez killed someone at some right. point this whole conversation is interrupted by a knock on the door because the deputy sheriff i guess i'm just gonna get sure Uh, yeah you know whatever (laughs) knocks on the door (laughs) and guess who's standing with her it's ruined completely unscathed like a normal a normal person a normal being i'm gonna say a normal being at this point scowling like being just rowan just showed just pops up right back up like this is ridiculous, first of all. And second of all, I was like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> like, I immediately was like, someone's impersonating Rowan. I, did, I didn't, I did like, put it together who it could be or who it was at least shown that it could be. But I was just like, no, there, like, there has to be shape. I called shapeshifters. When yeah, I well, and uh, I I thought that Rowan was a shapeshifter. Like Rowan was able to put himself back. Right, together. that's also another possibility. Yeah, I don't know. And this is where we get. This is where the Poe stuff begins because Wednesday says uh, Edgar Poe once famously said, "Never believe." or believe nothing you hear and half of what you see. Mm-hmm. And we also learn that Edgar Allan Poe went to Nevermore. Yeah, interesting. 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 Most their most famous alumna, alumnus. Yes. 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 Uh, we don't get any credits in this episode. We just get a short little uh, Wednesday chapter two. So <laughs> they're just like, we don't have time for this. Yeah, it's like uh, on Survivor when you know there's going to be a long travel council. Exactly. There's no credit. There's nothing. <laughs> Wednesday's keeping up with her therapy session. She goes to therapy, uh, and the therapist is like, "Did you do all this to get attention?" And we mm-hmm. get we learn a little bit about um, Wednesday's idea of emotions. She says emotions are a gateway trait; they lead to <laughs> feelings, which lead to tears. And I don't do tears. Yeah, we learned uh, in episode one that you know, ever since the death of her beloved Scorpion, she has vowed not to cry. No tears. Um, my my favorite line from the therapy session was Sartre said hell is other people. <laughs> he was my first crush. <laughs> and she's like so deadpan when she delivers these lines. It, it's, it's so great. great. She's so Jenny good. Ortega's doing a really really good job. Yeah. Yeah. As Wednesday. Like you completely buy into her being this kind of like cool goth girl who has way too many different like things that she can do like what why why does she know how to do all of these things <laughs> she's an adams obviously. yeah exactly well she makes it all the way through this therapy session this time she doesn't escape um yeah. but the therapist thinks that she has a fear of rejection well <laughs> good job yeah. <laughs> a plus, well a plus in therapy school yeah uh at the end of the session guess who's outside Ooh. I was thinking a little conveniently 
very conveniently. You know, Tyler's outside. We learned that he also has court-ordered therapy. Yeah. We don't know why, but he is going to the same therapist. So they're set up for couples counseling already. <laughs> and, um, I mean, Barack and Michelle had to do it. So I mean, it's it's a healthy thing. It's a good it thing is. to do. Um, but he apparently also has to go. But he lets Wednesday know before she leaves. Like, I was worried about you. And I believe you. I was worried that you got lost in the woods because he never saw her after, you know, he chased after Rowan. And she's like, nobody believes me. And he's like, I believe you. And I'm like, okay. At first I thought he was charming. Like last episode, I was like, ooh, flirty, flirty. And right. now I'm like, this is a lot. Like this is some pointed, pointed conversations. Yeah. It's, I just, uh, he's just on my list of suspects. Um, I just, I, I don't know if it's because I'm like finally back out there in the dating world. <laughs> And so I am now suspect of just any man uh, <laughs> who shows me attention. But um, I'm just like, part of me is like, oh, this is very sweet. Like, you know, um, they had the whole meat weird. And, yes, it was uh, a meat weird. It was a meat weird. And, uh, you know, but like, where did he disappear to when she was getting right? almost murdered? Right. Is he the monster? Yeah. Like, uh, one of the things that I've th- thought about is that because the sheriff is the sheriff, he could be covering up the fact that his son is, uh, you know, like, would belong at a place like Nevermore um, and is not oh, a normie townie yeah. like everyone thinks. Yeah, or something with his mom, like, yeah. is involved. Because What's we learned later on in the, upper side, uh, in the episode that, like, something happened with mom. I'm assuming mom died or mom went away. Mom is right. not in the picture in some there. way, shape, or form. And I wonder if Tyler had any involvement in that. Or, exactly. Like, what? Now everyone is sus. Just, I'm just putting yes. it out there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't we- trust anyone. <laughs> Wednesday leaves therapy, heads back to Nevermore, and finds Enid like painting a canoe. And she's like so Enid about it. She's just like very determined. Everything has to be great. We learn that she's preparing for the Poe Cup uh-huh. in a very intense and Enid way. The Poe Cup is going is a water and foot race, and each theme has to choose like something from a Poe short, short story or poem to like exemplify this. It looks like. Um, Enid has chosen the black cat, the black cat. to personify in her canoe. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, her and Yoko, her friend Yoko, her co-pilot, are really <laughs> working on making this the best canoe ever. Um, Yoko. Were you prepared for such an intense canoe situation? <laughs> no. Um, was, I, was I prepared for Enid to be intense about it? Yes. Absolutely. But yeah. not for the canoe situation itself. Um, <laughs> I was one of those things where it's just like, you know, because rowing is a very big sport in the Ivy That's League cool, and yeah. like basically only the like like Ivy high schools preparing you for college yeah. or like the Ivy League itself. Um, and so uh, I like it's not it it is completely not out of the realm of possibility that they would be doing a poke up race that somehow involves canoeing and a foot race and flags. Um, and more canoeing but (laughs) I was not expecting uh, a black cat uh, being painted (laughs) 
on a canoe at all. The eyes I was have not to expecting be someone perfect. named Yoko. Yeah, the <laughs> eyes have to be perfect. They need to like be bright enough. Um, yeah, it it's just a very weird competition. <laughs> I mean, it's right up Ina's alley. It's all about school spirit. It's all about art. Like, she has found her calling. This is definitely an Edid participation uh, event. Definitely not something Wednesday is going to participate in. Uh, But Enid, you know, like, lets Wednesday know at this point uh, that she liked having Wednesday as roommate and is glad that Wednesday decided to stay at Nevermore. And I thought that was cute. It was very sweet. Alphaba and Glenda are getting back I know. together. So I love I love that she's uh that Enid is like want to take a stab at being social and when yeah. it's like I do love stabbing. <laughs> the social part. Not yeah. so much. Social part, not so much. I'm gonna go right on my typewriter. For, <laughs> and for a second, I was just like, man, it would be kind of annoying to have a roommate who was like tappa tappa tapping all the time on a typewriter. Well, but th- it's actually pretty soothing. When I had a roommate and was in an academic setting, we didn't mm-hmm. have quiet keyboards. So oh, we yeah. had like mechanical keyboards. So I fell asleep to the sound of clickety clackety clackety clickety a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. the, the name of our upcoming old computers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> clickety clackety clackety clickety. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday does ask Enid before she heads out for her writing session if he had or if she has anything on Rowan because she's like yo Rowan's back and Enid's like you mean the very alive person that we saw that you said was a did (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah and Enid doesn't have anything but she's like you know if you had a phone you could just text his roommate Xavier and so we find out that Xavier and Rowan were roommates yeah interesting very interesting um and, and, you know, we find out some more stuff later about how that being roommates with someone with telekinesis can uh, can cause you some troubles, <laughs> to say the least. Um, very disturbed, now dead kid. Um, yeah. I, I just, I do wonder what happened because it it was Bianca that found Wednesday. Yep. And... and- Ended up telling Principal Weems about it. Right. Went straight to Weems and then Wednesday woke up in her bed. Yeah. Something there's there's missing parts of the timeline. As you know, when creating (laughs) when studying crime, the timeline is very important. (laughs) And we have some holes in our timeline. We don't know. know. We don't have all the pieces yet. And we have some po-po who don't even think a crime has occurred at this point. A po-po-po-po? Like a po- a po- a, oh, a po a po a po bro a po bro po. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> Wednesday uh, heads off to her writing session. Uh, she does. She's like narrating this, and she says that like writing what you know is like a hall pass for the imaginatively impaired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Wednesday. Okay, I see where you're coming from. I have thought that before. <laughs> Because, yes, obviously, like, it would be a lot easier to write what you know because it's actually happening to you or you're observing it. But, you know, it's it takes a, a truly wild brain to write of, you know, this imaginary scary castle, like, with, you know, a Vlad living in it that somehow drinks blood. You know, all of that, I guess, is technically based on history, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's Damn it. true. <laughs> that's true. They were that's right. 
<laughs> well, you know, she's trying to be definitely an elite writer based on her outlook in terms of, of exactly. writing. She's she already does... written three novels. This is true. This is true. I mean, it's more like we said, it's more it's than more than what we've done. <laughs> um, she does have that page, that book or the yeah. page from the book that Rowan gave her and she holds it up to light. She sees this little seal on in the corner and she goes mm-hmm. to talk to Principal Weems about it. And Weems is like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, Rowan's been expelled. So like, you don't have to worry about this anymore. It's all fine. <laughs> right. She's like, wait a minute. I came here asking about the seal thing. Now you're telling me Rowan's expelled. Right. Um, and we also learned that Professor Weems knew about um, Wednesday's visions. Yeah. Because Morticia also had visions, but these were unreliable. So um, she's like putting this doubt into Wednesday, and she always brings up Morticia. She's like, she does. What about your mom? Did you talk to your yeah. mom? What about like? But part of it is pushing the buttons. She's definitely pushing the buttons. But part of it is just interesting, especially, and I'm sure that they're going to come to this in therapy at some point. That so many of Wednesday's problems could be just alleviated if she spoke to her mother more. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, like, really talked to her, didn't have, like, surface type of conversations. Right. So I think we'll we'll get there along mm-hmm. the way. But, yes, this is definitely – you'll notice uh, Professor Weems bring up, brings up Morticia a lot, and then um, someone else along the way does – oh, Mrs. Thorn- Ms. Thornhill also brings up her mom. And I'm like, oh, what is happening? Thornberry. Mom talk. That's it, Thornberry. Yeah, it's a weird name. So um, <laughs> it just is. <laughs> well, it's very Thornhill makes more sense to me. <laughs> Thornberry. Mm. Uh, Thornberry was a show on Nickelodeon at one point. Was it the Thornberries? Wildberry? I anyway. feel like it was. Um. Anyway, Professor Weems tells Wednesday, "Hey, uh, you got to pick a extracurricular or something." And so, because we want our students to be well-rounded. And Wednesday says, I prefer to be sharp-edged. So this is where Wednesday goes on her tour of doing all of the things right. And she's also, like, trying to, you know, collect some clues along the way. The first thing she does is she tells Thing, listen. You were right. I'm sorry. It's Thornhill. And the Wild Thornberries was a show. There we go. Sorry. I it's even okay. wrote it down wrong in my notes. There's lots of thorns, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday tells Thing, listen, I have to go find my extracurricular. You keep an eye on Rowan. Right. Like, you just watch Rowan. First place is, uh, Wednesday goes is to choir. Obviously, mm-hmm. Bianca and the Sirens are in choir. <laughs> <laughs> having been in choir and had to, having to have like sing scales before to warm up <laughs> did you like the scale another I scale <laughs> love we got scales on scales on scales on scales on scales well they are the scales too yeah it's amazing <laughs> it was great it's so and, good and we know bianca and wednesday already have like uh friction between them because of their fencing bout their fencing uh, bout and then a boy yeah and then a boy Ugh. Always makes the bouts bigger, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It does. Um, and this is where we find out that Bianca told Professor Weems about um, what happened in, you know, in the forest. She's like, I didn't talk to the cops. I just told Professor Weems. Right. And so um, that's one piece of the mystery Wednesday picks up. And then Wednesday does try to participate in choir by singing 
Like the highest note that shatters all of the glass <laughs> throughout the entire school. Yeah. It's a, it's a note that only dogs could hear. Uh, like any other show would have had like several dogs arriving. Yeah. After, yeah. After this. Happened. I was not expecting that. I'm going to say like I wasn't expecting for her to like just bust out the high. Yeah. Like uh, the Mariah note. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no okay. one ever expects the Mariah note. This is true. Except for during Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Next, she stops by our, and so this is also a like part of like a Marissa Garza middle school tour. I was Ooh. also in choir. Okay. I also was part of an archery club. You were. Um, yeah. That was like wow. What was this was middle school? Did it you go to Nevermore? No. <laughs> it wasn't as fancy by any means, um, but it did meet after school, and I was pretty all right at it. But um, not as all right as Wednesday. Wednesday's got oh some skills. Xavier thinks he's like showing her what to do, but <laughs> no. Wednesday's like, yeah, yeah, yada yada. Let uh-huh. me show you what's going on. Yeah, let me show you how to really do this. Yeah, she does the whole apple. Yeah, bullseye thing. He even does the apple with the bullseye. I love that. There's just a random apple there. Um, <laughs> course, maybe a snack. Must be a snack for. <laughs> gotta william tell it up you know yeah that's true uh we do get some information from xavier about tyler um mm-hmm. first of all he asks about tyler is like oh why why you jelly like what's going on here right <laughs> and um you know xavier warns once says tyler and his friends are a bunch of jerks so again mm-hmm. adding to the sus pile here yeah things we didn't know about tyler it's just it makes sense that I, I I don't know like we maybe we will find out that whatever it is that Tyler is on court mandated therapy for has to do with something that he's done to uh Xavier thank you yes yeah or um he had to break away from the bunch of jerks or something like that yeah I don't know we'll see the whole time while uh, Wednesday was at choir and archery, Weems is watching like a hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Literal binoculars. She's got, yeah, she's got her binoculars out. She's like taking notes. Um, this is one activity I did not participate in. High school. Oh, well, finally, we found <laughs> like one. Beekeeping. <laughs> beekeeping was oh, not my no. thing. Um, but it seems like a good place for Wednesday to hide. What did you think of beekeeping and Eugene? Oh, Lord. Poor Eugene. <laughs> um, I'm sure he'll be a, a millionaire one day. Right? A billionaire, maybe. And, like, a feminist. Because a feminist. Like, there's no patriarchy in the hive. Yes, <laughs> that was that was great. Um. I, I just I feel bad for Eugene just because he's the only person in his club. He's like the founder and the only person. Yeah. And his best friends are bees. I know. You know, Eugene. Uh, which we learn if you pull their stinger out from the first episode, they die. This is true. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I think that it fun little costume change that Eugene gives. Uh, <laughs> gives wednesday the opportunity for so that's always great um but he does just seem like the most wholesome little child yeah who loves bees he 
he loves yeah. bees he just and he's bees. he's just ultimately so excited that there are two girls in his like beekeeping lair <laughs> well yes yeah <laughs> at, at this point um thing shows up because thing had been you know assigned yeah, on the to watch rowan and um it's kind of signals to Wednesday, hey hey rowan's over there yeah. so uh, we see rowan packing up uh miss thornhill's car which is uh volkswagen beetle which of course <laughs> makes sense because of her plantness um right. <laughs> oh that's cute <laughs> <laughs> and Ro- it's purple and it's like an old school one yeah too. yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah uh rowan's packing up miss thornhill says like don't be here um and but before Rowan gets in the car, you know, Wednesday kind of confronts him and yeah. he's like, "You attacked me, right?" It's like, wait, what's tr- some what is happening here? Right. Like, uh, and he's is- like, "I've been told I can't talk to you or yeah. anyone." Yeah. Right. You know, like, so. A, you know, obviously, as we learn that this is not actually. Um, this is not actually Rowan. We get that it would make sense that, you know, the cover story would be, I'm not allowed to talk to anyone because this person doesn't actually know anything about what was going on at that moment in time, or, or maybe knows too much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's very, very odd, this little beat here. And then, Mrs. Thornhill or Miss Thornhill says Wednesday you shouldn't be here. Um so I don't know. It's a weird little beat and it's made all the more um both impressive and also maddening by what we learn later. Agreed. Agreed. So they take off to the train station and thing is continuing to do his job hops on the car, follows follows Rowan, who goes... First of all, I just have to say, hmm. where are these people living? Because those trains were, like, super high speed. Like, they were, like, super nice. <laughs> yeah, those are, like, the trains I see in Europe or, know. or you know, or, like, you know, some... Like, in Japan. Yeah, like- <laughs> I was like, where is Burlington? Because I would like to go to there I and buy the train. Like, what is happening? You know, I've become a lover of trains. Uh, I would love to get on that nice new train. Are you kidding? Yeah. It looks great. And where's the train going? And how fast does it get there? I was very distracted by the train and the condition of the train. The train, the condition of the train. This is also a very nice train station. It is. There's so much, there's so much going for it. Yeah. Uh, Rowan gets out of the car, goes to the bathroom. And I was like, are we going to have, again, like my only frame of reference, I am not an, like super Harry Potter fan, especially Neither as of am late. I. Uh, but yeah, it is hard to not take references out of my brain. So when someone mm-hmm. goes into a bathroom in a supernatural fantasy story, I'm like, are we going to see Moaning Myrtle? <laughs> is this going to be a Moaning Myrtle situation? <laughs> what is happening here? That is not the case. Goes into the stall, comes out dressed as like this man we've never seen before. Yeah, who is this man? I don't know because then uh, this confuses thing. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what to go do, but it turns out this man turns into principal Weems. It is it. Is it Weems or is someone a, a impersonating? Right? Weems? Yeah. We don't know. We've got Weems and Weems and Weems and Weems and Weems. <laughs> it's very uh, it, it, Yeah. So like, let's speculate for a little bit here. Yeah. This who could like that let's take it 
at what would seemingly be face value and take it in the first transformation that happened. Because I get that that transformation could have only happened because they were technically leaving the like guy's restroom, whatever, like maybe the restrooms are still labeled and not unisex for whatever stupid reason. Uh, and so they have to impersonate a guy. So maybe it is Weems impersonating a man, but I want to take a second to consider who this man might be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have a, a feeling it's connected to Gomez's murder in some way yeah they would be around the same age it seems. and like maybe that person was supposed to be murdered and just disappeared because it shapeshifted Ooh. into somebody new yeah you know? that makes a lot of sense that's just a hunch um yeah because like other than the getting out of a certain bathroom um excuse i don't know why you would shapeshift into this man and yeah, like i don't is, know and we haven't seen that person before no and it is does that mean the real weems is like held captive somewhere it, while think, this guy think, is impersonating like is is this guy who we're actually seeing at all the times where we think we're seeing uh i have a feeling we'll find out when morticia comes for parents weekend and there's a conversation and something doesn't add up between like principal weems and morticia i I don't know but that's like the only pieces of truth that we have really right it's someone who's clearly obsessed with morticia yes um which what if there was like a love triangle yeah and gomez killed in quotation marks this person over this love between people and stuff and things yeah but really they just shape-shifted and like got out yeah. of dodge to just try to frame out. yeah gomez yeah i like this theory we'll see if it comes to fruition yeah this is just a hunch. people who are watching ahead please don't <laughs> tell us <laughs> let us live this in our amusement let us live in our <laughs> ignorance for just a little while <laughs> Yeah, so very weird things happening at the at the train station. Things ru- rushes back and tells Wednesday. Wednesday is not happy. It's just like a lefty wouldn't have failed me. It's like whoa, yeah, Wednesday. Like, Why? Seriously, she's <laughs> determined to figure this out. Though it was very like, and thing is hurt by this. Like we learn yeah. later, like it, like they are like not. It is a different Adam's family. Right. Maybe we'll see Cousin It. That would be so funny. That would be Um, great. Just family day, like all of the relatives visit. I used to pretend like to put my hair over my head. Me too. Who didn't, you know? Anyway. (laughs) um... I had short hair growing up and so I had to do it with a wig. And then I got a bowler hat from Goodwill. (laughs) uh, And my family would be like, not this again. Why do we keep letting you watch these movies? and then i i would also only talk to them in squeaks so they would get very upset about it it was just me torturing my family (laughs) very wednesday of me very wednesday of you uh yeah thing is not happy we find out later from enid who i'm loving the relationship between thing and enid that kind of comes out through this episode yes um but uh, once she's determined to get more clues, she heads off to like carnivorous plants class and um, <laughs> sits next Which to Which is her. a class. It is a like, whole class. My goodness. 
takes a seat next to Xavier. And we mm. learn a little bit about Xavier's powers. He could basically like 3D print something from a drawing. I know. <laughs> which it makes it even weirder when he's got a drawing Wednesday. I know. That was a little weird. It <laughs> was very weird. I'm like, what are you going to do with this? Don't, don't do anything with just the her 3D head. Printing. Like, that's weird, but yeah. still, like. Um, don't, do, don't 3D print me, please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we learned that, like, when any amount of force is exerted on the 3D printings, that they just kind of go away. Yeah. Um, so, like, thank just God. Just Yeah. Um, but I, I would like to talk about the biggest travesty of this episode, which is the fact that um, Wednesday was offered the seat next to the sink which is the worst seat yeah especially you can be given in a science lab yeah 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 like where am i supposed to put my stuff how am i supposed to write notes here yeah i'm just i'm just out of sink what is this you're out of sink very But yeah, I I mean I'm glad she found another and the seat uh next to Xavier's front of the class and of course puts her within eye range of her number one rival Bianca and they go they have like a plant off <laughs> in terms yeah, of do. what they can do. <laughs> you can just see like they, this rivalry is continuing to grow. Um can we talk about for a second how the contacts are working on Bianca. Oh, totally. Yeah. She looks amazing because yeah. there's been a lot of like contact screwing around yep. um in in pop culture in recent times and some of them straight up look like party city contact. <laughs> They're <laughs> really bad. Good. I'm I'm talking to you interview with the vampire. Um I'm calling you out. <laughs> Everything else great. Contacts no. <laughs> uh, but these are some great contacts that I feel like are matched to the undertones of her skin as well. Like they just chose a really great color that doesn't contrast with you. She probably has dark eyes. I believe I've seen a picture of this actress and she does. Um, but yeah, contacts look fantastic and her face is so expressive. You just mm-hmm. see the like anger coming over her when uh and all like through her eyes when wednesday does they take that seat next to xavier she's just like no no way i'm gonna one-up you about plants (laughs) i know my plant stuff yeah yeah so i agree like bianca and she looks like a siren like you she can does. tell, like she's definitely she's not a stoner. Yeah, <laughs> she's a not a stoner. She's beautiful. So I fair, beautiful. yeah. Then we get to go over to the sheriff's house where we. This is where we learn that like the relationship between Tyler and his dad not so great. Uh, Tyler's dad wants to know what they're talking about in therapy, which is like a huge red flag, huge no no, huge. You know, I understand you're paying for therapy, but no, you're not gonna know yeah. what's happening in this kid's therapy session. <laughs> like it doctor patient privilege and confidentiality is a real thing it doesn't matter who's paying the bills the entire point of why you even agree to therapy is that you can trust the person that you're telling your like deepest darkest secrets to yeah yeah so we can tell things are not so great between the two of them um wow the cop sucks (laughs) surprise (laughs) 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wednesday wants to go back out to the woods, but she needs some help to get that to happen. So she asks Enid to cover for her by going to beekeeping class. But this is where Enid's like, no, I won't do it unless you apologize to Thing. And we get this cute little scene of Wednesday doing just that. And she starts not so great by saying, I snapped at you. I'll check my tone in the future. Chop, chop. Let's get back to life. Yeah, Um, hurry up now. (laughs) Thing is not buying it. And this is where we learn that Wednesday's greatest fear is being responsible for something terrible terrible not good like yeah. ivan but destructive and bad. <laughs> i love that reference <laughs> oh, this is this is definitely our kind of show uh because yeah. every line reads differently uh and there's some always some kind of historic overtone or undertone to it um i love any reference about ivan the terrible are you kidding <laughs> like working that into a, a teenage show about wednesday adams i'm here for it yeah i was like the first time i heard it i was like did she say what did she say ivan yeah i was like oh (laughs) that's funny that's pretty good really great but you can kind of see wednesday opening up to thing here and thing kind of comforts her there she was showing thing the picture that um rowan had had given her so she's really concerned about this like this is it's not just like a mystery for her it's 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 deep for her yeah. So Enid does go to beekeeping because Wednesday did apologize to Thing. And this is where um, Enid and Eugene meet. Eugene thinks he has a chance of Enid, a 1% chance. So you're still a chance. A chance. <laughs> can't help but cheer for him. And Wednesday escapes out into the woods and auto, like, out of nowhere gets scooped up by Tyler. I know. Don't put your hand over my mouth. It was and like super scary. This is scary. Yeah. I, we've seen that Wednesday can take care of herself, but you know, like, like there are just certain things, even if they're done in the name of protecting someone that you just can't do. You yeah. can't sneak up on a woman in the woods, uh, like a sneak 90 pound woman. woman period yeah period in the woods in the woods (laughs) 
and then put your hand over their mouth and and just like what are you doing just like yeah. again this is pile on tyler this episode pretty yeah. high yes. pretty high because he's also walking around with coffee grounds trying to like distract his dad and his dog because right. like why was he doing that mm-hmm. and why does he keep appearing wherever wednesday is mm-hmm. 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 are you stalking wednesday sir are you doing that this is this is scary it's i'm gonna i'm gonna like i'm gonna be on xavier's side for a second here and say stay away from this guy yeah like he's asking all all of the questions are oh excuse me are about what happened right that night you know like it's very are you starting a detective agency what are you doing yeah what's happening turns out like they do find his uh rowan's glasses and we get like a another vision by wednesday when she touches the glasses and we see Mm -hmm. like there's like some sort of like raven nightshade society thing happening Mm -hmm. and there was definitely like a heated conversation between xavier and rowan yes at this point anything else out of that vision that you picked up um the heated conversation being like uh rowan throwing him up against the wall right yeah yeah um yeah, no, I think that we're just meant to focus on the symbols here. Yeah, I couldn't pick up anything other than uh, there was a heated conversation. There's some right. sort of society. And and also, I guess this gives um, this gives Tyler motive. Or no, is it Tyler? There, sorry, Xavier? There's so, Xavier. There's so many of them. I apologize. Yeah. It gives Xavier motive um, to, you know, like totally monster out and kill his roommate as well right so he gets added to the list well and like what if he could like make if he just could draw a monster and then the monster could come to life yeah you're so right what's up with that he could have totally drawn the monster because the monster is unlike any of the other beings that we've heard described yeah and but i can't remember if there was like combat between the two like we didn't see anything you know like when Wednesday smushes the spider like that's a total right we didn't see any of that like dusty reaction so I don't know but it's just a it's another possibility it's it's a definite possibility um I really like the theory that Tyler can draw monsters and bring them to life because that's a very that's a great way to do your dirty work and then just ha- leave no trace. Well, yeah, because they come off the paper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. We shall see. Uh, Detective Wednesday was like, okay, I got to figure out what the society is all about. So she heads over to the library and runs into Miss Thornhill and asks about this club. Miss Thornhill doesn't know that much. She's like, I think, you know... It was the Nevermore Club. They were disbanded a while ago. And then goes straight into talking about her mom. (laughs) Right. Like, again. Yeah. You're like, are you close with your mom? I'm like, what is this? What is going on? I do like like Wednesday's response where she says, we're serving the same life sentence in the same cell block in the same prison. (laughs) That's generational trauma right there. That's definite generational trauma. Yeah. And we learn a little bit about Miss Thornhill that she's a normie. She's mm-hmm. too odd for the normies, too odd for the outcasts. She doesn't really feel like she belongs. Yeah. 
Oh, I know. And uh, we also hear Wednesday admit that she enjoys that others dislike her. <laughs> Which I thought was was fun. And yeah. Thornhill says, like, don't lose that. Like, it's good that you don't care what other people think about you. Just continue to be you. Because right. the most interesting plants grow in the shade. Oh, I mean, but given Miss Thornhill's, like, maybe sus relationship to carnivorous plants. Um, I mean, it's a close relationship, that's for sure. A very close relationship to, car- to many carnivorous plants. Um, maybe she's just disguised posing as a normie. Um, because, you know, that would mean that she's the least suspected out of everyone else. Well, she was also at the train station when Rowan went into she the was. So like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Was she maybe working with this guy or whomever is impersonating Weems or just working with Weems? So how did Weems get home? We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Wednesday again on the case. <laughs> like literally breaks into Xavier and Rowan's room to look for clues. I was like, Wednesday, what are you doing? So, okay. This is one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about. Wednesday, we have learned, um, has committed a lot of crime. A lot of crime. A lot of crime. Um, I mean, it would now, since it seems so far-fetched that Gomez might have done something. I know. She's committed so many crimes, just like in us watching the show but the ones that she committed before the show are also kind of wild like you know the the thing that she says about the training or not the training wheels but the the brakes mysteriously malfunctioning on the ride when she was at like her eighth birthday party we know that she did that right like she has nearly killed several people and everyone's just ignoring it yeah yeah uh she's Got some unusual skills. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, in this, in Xavier's room, she find, she does find a mask under Rowan's bed, which is where she has to hi- hide out because Xavier comes yeah. out of the shower <laughs> has to stay there. Um, Bianca knocks on the door and they have an interesting conversation because they, of course, were going out at one time. And um, I think Xavier was confused as to whether Bianca was manipulating her mm. or something. We do, This is where we do see Wednesday's drawing of, um, I mean, Xavier's drawing of Wednesday. And we also hear like Bianca say, like I really like to win. Like yeah. she's really, really determined. Very. And she does warn Xavier and says, Wednesday is not the girl of the dream of your dreams. She's the stuff your nightmares. Yeah, okay, Bianca, get over it. Settle like, down. <laughs> Come on. You know, settle down, Bianca. <laughs> you don't need this right now. There's way too much other stuff going on. We don't need this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know? Um, and you also seem nightmarish. If we're being a little honest. bit, a like little you know, bit. you're responsible for the food poisoning of someone um, who has a food allergy, which is really attempted murder. <laughs> the amount of attempted murders in this it's show, kind of high. <laughs> it's way higher than you would ever suspect <laughs> for a group of teenagers, but also at the same time, just about as high as you would suspect for a group. Yeah, of I was gonna say, or not, yeah. <laughs> 
when Wednesday returns to her room, she does find Enid is crying because Yoko's in the infirmary. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen with the po- with the black cats and the poke cup. Uh, and this is where Wednesday puts together that, like, oh, that was totally, like, Yoko being sick is totally Bianca's doing here. Yeah. Like, that's, exactly. that's it. From what it, I overheard while underneath the bed <laughs> of the room that I broke into with my hand. Yeah. <laughs> and Wednesday commits. She's like, I want to humiliate Bianca so badly that the bitter taste of defeat burns in her throat like what whoa whoa, whoa. that is stop it with the hormones yeah <laughs> okay yeah the teenage and... hormones definitely can't be helping the homicidal tendencies of these children <laughs> you they know? do add a some a little something a little it's just pot. a little flavor <laughs> <laughs> bam hormones yeah. <laughs> um hormones bam <laughs> Uh, this is where Enid does tell Wednesday, you know, like her boats never make it across, like never make it back. Yeah. And so Wednesday's like, well, we just have to be Bianca at her own game. The fact that no one has put it together, the reason that the boats never seem to make it across. Well, like- do you think that's because they're sirens and they can like manipulate people? I think that I don't know nearly enough about what sirens can do. Well, sirens, what I remember uh, from the Odyssey, like there's a siren on on an island that was trying to get Odysseus to come over there and basically like just like live there and never leave type of mm. thing through their song. Like the siren song can be very, right. very persuasive and uh-huh. stuff like that. So when Xavier was talking about, um, you know, Bianca says we were good together. Right. And he, You're manipulating Xavier goes, Like, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Is that how you wanted me to feel you know so there is a little bit of like manipulation i think to their powers for sure um most of what i know about sirens uh doesn't come from literature it comes from oh brother where art thou also good which is the odyssey so you're you're still great yeah oh brother where art thou is based on the odyssey i love that movie uh i also love the odyssey i'm one of those weird kids that really it's not weird at all (laughs) but are you You're ready? one of those intelligent kids yeah. who now gets to apply that knowledge in podcastery. It's just also really loved at the Wishbone episode of the Odyssey. <laughs> it was really cute. Anyway, um, are you ready to go to the Poe Cup? Shall we compete? Let's do it. In the Poe Cup? Well, Wednesday is... What story what, would you choose? Uh, I would probably choose telltale heart is like my first the first one i ever read Mm. and but i also love a good raven but that's like so that's such a basic answer my poe anthology is not up to up to snuff it's a it's a it's only a basic answer because the name of the school is nevermore um the telltale heart is definitely a cool one that you could do that makes me have like flashback to simpsons episodes um like the one where you know the one where she builds the diorama of the telltale heart yes um which i thought was interesting uh the black cat's a good one the fall of the house of usher would be a good one to do uh just wondering not annabelle (laughs) no maybe the pit and the pendulum just because i love the name of that story so much that would be fun yeah sorry no, it's okay. <laughs> Wednesday, no, Wednesday's on the black cats. So she chose the black cats with Enid. Well, Enid chose the black cats. Who yeah. are you? But I did not know that there was going to be costumes involved. I know. 
they went all out. The makeup looks on it these was so kids. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, and before everything begins, Wednesday says to Bianca, "I don't believe I'm better than anyone else," which lets Bianca know that she was there because, or or makes it think because she doesn't say how she knows, right? So she she's gonna believe now that uh, Xavier told her, right, what exactly. Bianca said. Yeah, so I don't believe I'm better than anyone else, just better than you. Because mm. earlier when Bianca was with Xavier, she had mentioned Wednesday thinks she's better than everyone. <laughs> Typical I high school stuff. I can't wait for these two women to realize their power and, and team up forces. Yeah. That's what I would like I to have think- happen. We learn that the winner of the Poe Cup gets bragging rights and special privileges. Like what Ooh. kind of special privileges? Yeah, we don't like, know. You already have a lot of privilege. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? So the whole po- yet another mystery. <laughs> There's it's like unsolved mysteries uh nevermore edition. <laughs> <laughs> so for the poke up, you gotta basically like get in your canoe, go to this island, grab your flag, get back in your canoe, come back, and the f- first team that does it the fastest wins Mm -hmm. so it's pretty simple but it's not so simple when there's like a bunch of sabotage happening so much like that song just started playing in my head (laughs) it's sabotage yeah what did you think of everything that was happening we had a merman we had (laughs) a thing thrown out a net we had enid slashing the joker's canoe we had so many things yeah the joker's also um could just be a group of juggalos so suspect uh (laughs) it was it was frightening frankly um like i i i like the amount of imagination that go that went into obviously building all of these things you're not just painting the canoe at this point you're actually building in weapons yeah it was like there were axes there were spears there was like it was an engineering project this was exactly well this was like uh steam (laughs) it wasn't stem it was steam including the arts (laughs) 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 because of the decorations and everything yeah it was steam uh it was a quarterly project (laughs) uh uh-huh I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the the race overall. Um, I and I obviously enjoyed the outcome of the race itself. I just think that I was like, I can't believe they get to have no rules, and by no rules, what we really mean is they get to try to kill each other. Yeah, like a lot. Like really, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When Wednesday uh, gets over to the island to pick up her flag, she gets hit with another big vision. And this time she's like in the vision. She's like mm. pulled into it and she sees what I put in my notes as creepy her, which is weird because she's <laughs> creepy anyway. Yeah. But like, um, her works though. Yeah. Uh, it's like black and white. Uh, yeah. Wednesday. It was like really interesting. And creepy her says to black cat her, uh, you are the key. What? To what? You are the key to what? Yeah. And it's also, um, it took me aback because this is definitely the most violent uh, physically to Wednesday vision that she's yeah. gotten so far. She's like she, knocked out on the ground. knocked out. Like her whole body goes tense and she falls and she's knocked out there. And yeah. the only reason that she gets up is because, I mean, they could have won the whole thing if Bianca just left her there. 
Um, but thankfully she like, you know, makes that snarky comment, but yeah. So the vision itself, um, I think that it ties back somehow to the town itself. Well, they, yes, because when she comes out of it, she makes a big point to look over her shoulder and look at like all the flags in front of this tomb Right. And it's the, the tomb is to uh, Joseph Crackstone's monument, basically. Mm. And so I don't know who jo- Joseph Crackstone is, but it does sound like a pilgrim name. Not going to yes, lie. It does. <laughs> like, maybe maybe the shapeshifter is Joseph Crackstone. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe the pilgrims were actually Wiccans. Ooh. Not that all Wiccans can like shapeshift, but you know what I right. mean? Like Wiggins. Like they weren't like... Yes. as on the up and up as we think that well we are. know they weren't <laughs> <laughs> for other reasons <laughs> um so yeah i think we'll learn a little bit more about what that vision means as time goes on but it was definitely like a big a big moment it was a big moment it was creepy yeah. and i liked it a lot <laughs> enid has done some sabotage herself by like slashing the joker's um canoe and she yeah. says to wednesday i just asked myself what would Wednesday do? WWWD. Do you remember when all of those actual like uh, bracelets were yes. out and the, the WWJD yes. uh, bracelets? And it was like, I didn't realize that it was like a whole movement started by like the the Christian right, essentially. Was, uh, until I was way older. It was a thing. It yeah. was a big thing. It was a really big thing um because like it sounds so innocent but eh. uh yeah, that's exactly. another podcast for another time <laughs> completely different at the end of the day the blackheads take it home they win um this is the greatest moment of enid's life like yeah. she's so excited she's so happy she and she looks adorable in her she, little cat makeup she does. She so does. cute uh there's an award ceremony that reminded me very much of the hunger games it was very interesting yes like, this is weird but okay it, well there's something very president snow about the yes. weems that we get like yes. part of it is gwendolyn christie having a little bit of a dance background and so she mm-hmm. just like is elegant and is like standing with you know her back is very straight and she has like one foot in front of the other and she's like very like regal games again yeah uh it's very regal um and it is you know nice for her because or hopefully uh we don't know if this is actually weems um to continue to uh, have the cup come back to her old house yes which she shared with Lindsay's mother of course again again of course with the morticia of it all um which is interesting i'm still like she's got a get more into this plot there's more to the story there's definitely more to the story uh we learned that the outcast values are also community perseverance and determination (laughs) okay um that was a little weird i was like are we sure are we sure those are the outcast values but all right um they're not at all Wednesday she's like over it she's like yeah yeah okay I'm I'm gonna go uh and she finds the statue of Poe that has the seal on it and later that day she goes back to the to the um to the statue and she realizes that every line in this poem could be a riddle and the Mm -hmm. answer to every riddle is 
uh, sun, nether, April, pansy to willow, ice, circle, exception, which if you line them all up and make an acrostic, I thought this was so cute. Equals snap twice. It was so good. We did that really well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was fantastic. And I... I am not smart enough to solve riddles, but I love the idea of riddles. Uh, And I love the idea that riddles are often the key to Mm -hmm. discovering something like secret, some secret layer or some magical power or something like that. She's like, uh, well, she's at the start of an escape room, basically. She's like, yeah, seriously. She opens the door and then she gets locked in later, but um it's like very escape room to have like riddles that you have to figure out oh. to open, like the next door and go into I see one. one day I would like to do an escape room. I feel like that's, that's something fun. that um that we could do together. Yeah, that'd be first fun. of all. And it's also something I've never done but have always like seen in pop culture. So and and thought that it was cool. Wednesday would be freaking fantastic at escape rooms. I would not want to be in an escape room that she creates. Oh no! Uh, there was I mean, an, thankfully yeah. there's a time limit. <laughs> they let you out because I would straight up die. In there. Would Wednesday? Would Wednesday let you out? I don't know. Oh, I don't no. know. It depends on who you are. I think with her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she finds this like hidden room. She finds she. <laughs> Like the first book she pulls is the book that had the missing page in it. But uh, she tries to leave and she gets locked in and she says, thankfully, I'm not afraid of the dark. And that's where we end. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty metal ending. Frankly. Right. Um, like very much a cliffhanger. Um, we should point out that this episode is one of the ones that was actually directed by um, Timothy Burton. Tim- Tim- Timothy Burton. <laughs> I, I love it i love that you're just gonna call him timothy. no i love it i love that you call him by his full christian name <laughs> timothy burton timothy what are burton. you doing yeah uh yeah i think you know one of the things this series is really reminding me of is like the edward scissorhands vibe of it all like very simple for him which he's mm. good at. Like it's good when he's simple. When he tries to be complicated, it can be a little messy. So I'm glad he's he's um, pulling things back because I'm really enjoying the series so far. Yeah, me too. Um, Did you want to do your roundup of the yes, unusual sus- them. suspects? So we talked a little bit about this already, but I I'm interested to hear your takes on this and to the weems of it all. Mm-hmm. What do you think is happening? Just like from first from this episode alone, I definitely think there could be two weems, two mm. principal weemses. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that this prophecy is known by the this club, and so like if there is if fake weems is the current principal, mm-hmm. that has to do with the prophecy. Right. And um, did you notice? Oh, wait, no. Sorry. That's in the next episode that I accidentally watched a little <laughs> bit of. Never mind. It's okay. um, but what I did notice in this episode was um, Bianca, who is like a little bit on my suspect list just because 
she was the one who uh, brought everything to Weems. Yeah. And when she like comes into uh, Xavier's room and she talks about not when I'm wearing this, the necklace, I'm wondering what that necklace is all about. It could be like, you think it's like, uh, what's her face from Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, what if she's like 187 years old? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Melisandre. That's her name. I was like, Maleficent <laughs> is wrong, but yes. yeah, it's close. Um, <laughs> the idea that, by the way, we could see Melisandre in uh, House of the Dragon it's is out there. wild. It's out there. Yeah. Because she actually is alive during that time. It's out there. It's wild. But that's not this show. <laughs> um, I'm just really concerned about. I think that you're right that there two, could be two Weemses. I'm I'm wondering if the two Weemses are working together. I I'm concerned that the, the Weems that we're getting to go along with the whole uh, love triangle mm-hmm. murder sub subplot is someone who has taken the the form of of Weems who knows so much about morticia just because he was obsessed Mm -hmm, with morticia mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh then faked his own death in order to um to frame gomez so that he could eventually show back up again and claim morticia yeah and i think if that is the case the use of always talking about morticia is backfiring on the process right because i think it's trying to be used as a trust tactic and it's not it's like having the opposite effect it's making very suspicious it's just weird yeah i think this story is doing a great job of putting suspicion on pretty much everyone like the only person i really trust is wednesday yeah at this moment and yeah. think turn enid i still don't know 100 percent. like enid i want to trust because she is just the only support agreed. other than other than thing of course yeah Who i can mean read magazines <laughs> like, read magazines or yeah. something i think like uh you know the the sus meter is very low for me on enid but yeah. it wouldn't be surprised if she got like caught up in something that caused her to turn exactly. a little bit or do something on accident to right to Wednesday. Where um, are you on Miss Thornhill? She's I'd say on the sus meter, she's definitely like a 60%-ish. I don't know that much about her. Yeah. I I don't know a ton about her. I I could totally buy in that the normie thing could be a whole joke. I don't think that she is the shapeshifter because we like actively see her drive away from the train station um, before the shapeshifter, like while the shapeshifter is like making their way through the train station. Um, But, you know, a couple times has just kind of appeared as well when it was appropriate and Wednesday was around. So a little bit sus about that. We've already talked about Bianca and what we think could be going on there um, was the first to tell Weems and then uh, Tyler. I mean, it definitely, I, like I said, like the, the sus pile got higher on him this episode. Uh, maybe yeah. it'll be de- deconstructed in future episodes, but I think there are definitely more leaves in that pile. For sure. And then finally, Xavier, whom I just hope is 
just you know a, a classic love interest i'm gonna make a prediction that he's related to somebody in the gomez morticia of it all Ooh. like he has like ties like he knows yeah he knows things but okay. like it's kind of like one of those like romeo juliet situations like my fan our families hate each other but maybe uh, we should like each other yes. things i'm getting that type of vibe from them that makes sense all I know is that whenever family day does happen, it's going to, it's going to be wild. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's a couple episodes off. Cause Me I think too. a little bit more uh, mystery development to get some more things in place places. And I think it will be because they've only paid for um, Gomez and Morticia for so long, you know, fair point. Fair <laughs> like, point. They're definitely making the most money out of the show. <laughs> Um, so they've got to use them sparingly. And, you know, the show is called Wednesday. So it's true. It's we true. don't necessarily need the Adams family to be there. I'm enjoying time. it. I'm enjoying the focus. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I really am. Like, especially this episode makes you want to watch more. Yes. Which is what I think I'm going to do pretty soon after this podcast. Yeah. Same. <laughs> uh, you know, as soon as I get done with that, uh, that, uh, documentary slash. <laughs> Not so much documentary about Anne Boleyn. <laughs> that's another, yeah, that's another thing for another day. But yeah, yeah it's pretty all right. Um, anything we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure we mentioned before we sign off? No, I think that we pretty much got all of it. I, I'm just, I'm taken in by all the mysteries and I'm excited yeah. to see what the, the evident conclusion will come out to be yeah and you know they're connected right like they're, yes. they're trying to like put them as like separate things but i'm like uh-uh no no there's gonna yeah. be a connection there's and gonna it's be gotta a go board. through the adams family in some way shape or form yeah we're so. getting that board soon should be so. good and if cousin it shows up i'll be happy yeah. uh all right well can do you want to tell the people what else you're working on and where they can find you hey people i'm working on some stuff what are you working on? I'm going to keep plugging this until it's too late to do it. <laughs> um, but we talked about the series finale of Atlanta because the show is over. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the podcast for you could just be getting started if you decide to go back and watch. We cover the last two seasons of Atlanta. Um, the series finale happened a couple weeks ago now with uh mari and Chappelle, but i know that there are a ton of people who have that show on their list so uh if you've got it on your list and you're really interested in the idea of surrealism then that's definitely a show for you um related to this show i was on the most recent episode of shit 90s uh pod with uh jess and sarah where we discussed the adams family the original movie um, and I told them why the second movie was, in fact, my favorite of the two. Um, so there's every chance that I'm going to be watching that sometime soon because I didn't watch it before Thanksgiving and it's definitely a Thanksgiving movie. It is. Um, what else? Um, oh, I covered episode one of The Crown with Grace mm. and then did a full season recap with Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess herself where we talked about what we liked, what we didn't like, and everything in between. So you can check that out. And then you can look for me and Marissa. We're going to get to make a joint podcast mm -hmm. appearance together. A crossover um, event. A crossover event with 
Rob and Chappelle at Nothing But Netflix, where we're going to talk about Wednesday. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. Like, I'm already excited for that podcast, and I think it's going to be really cute and special. And I love that, like, Rob is getting to live through all of the nostalgia that is happening. (laughs) It's a good uh, with time TV for nostalgia. Nowadays. Yeah. It's a really good time for nostalgia. Um, and then we just finished, of course, I can't not mention this. We just finished the season finale of Andor uh, with me mm-hmm. and DM Philly and Brendan Fitzpatrick. Um, and we're not done over on that feed, everybody. There's going to be a special podcast coming up very soon, followed by another special podcast um, that I can't really talk about. But we're not done on that feed. So don't get rid of it yet. Um, Keep it there and uh, look forward to all of the fantastic secret things that we have coming up that I can't really talk about. Um, And then, of course, you can find me here talking with you about Wednesday and what you're doing next. So other than hanging out here with you, I made a few stops off in a couple of other uh, feeds over on Poster Recaps. We are covering the show Willow. That'll be done by Rich and Taylor. Uh, Willow is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so fun to rewatch that movie and kind of talk about what we expect to see in the series. And then I will be along, like I will be watching. I'm the biggest fan of this entire entire show um so and it hasn't even come out yet and i'm already loving it but uh mm-hmm. i was on their uh preview pod this week and then i stopped off at the crime scene pod to talk with sarah and mari about the i am vanessa gian story it's a very important story ariel joined me for that podcast and so um it was great to talk to them about like i said this very important uh crime story and other than that, I'm hanging out on Mediapedia, talking about Media and Pedia, which is a patron-only podcast, which you can get access to by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Other than that, you can find me on Twitter at MarsBarsMRZ, E-R-S, and until next time, stay spooky. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.